Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today, we are covering Happy Death Day. Another listener request. Thank you guys so much again for requesting. We always love when you request movies. We are slowly catching up, so we apologize for the delay. We're also very lazy people usually, so if y'all pick the movie for us, it's very much appreciated. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a bonus for us because yes. we don't have to think about what movie we want to yes. watch. One, we get to hear from you guys, which is always wonderful. Yes. Two, you guys get to pick the movie for us, and we yes. don't have to sift through all of ours. <laughs> well, plus then we get to cover a movie that yes. you guys want to hear. So, but before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So, ta-da! We are still sifting through my holiday collection of the Republic of Tea. (laughs) And so, today... We will forever be sifting through it. Yes. Actually, we're getting pretty close to not be, but with how much... We're getting close to to the point where we've tried them all between the two of us. But we will be drinking them all for eternity. I'm about halfway through. I drink all the caffeinated ones. That's about half of it. Anyways, I am drinking the Republic of Tea Red Tea Good Hope Vanilla. It has rooibos, natural vanilla flavor, and vanilla beans. So it is a little toasty in here for the second recording of the night. So I got the Republic of Teas Peppermint Chocolate Tea. It has rebus, carob, carob. Uh, cocoa, peppermint leaves, sweet blackberry leaves, natural mint, chocolate, and vanilla flavors. And for our tea sippers out there, grab yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So for the summary of Happy Death Day. It's essentially Groundhog Day meets murder, <laughs> where it's this girl's birthday, Tree, like short for Teresa, so that's why it's like Tree. Anyways. I thought it was Tree. I don't know. I was cuz I think since it's anyways, they always called her Tree. But I think it's because they're saying it fast. Like it's Tree but Tree. I just figured it was a nickname. And is it T R E E or T W E E? Twee or tree? <laughs> tree. It sounded more like tree. Like a tree. Okay. Anyways, so it's uh it's her birthday. <laughs> yeah, and um And now you got to pick up the phone. <laughs> and uh she keeps getting killed by a murderer and so in order to stop uh, repeating the day, she has to find out who the murderer is. And that's and it. And live. Yeah, well, I can live. You know, small asterisk in there. Yes. But for entertainment, I would personally give this movie a seven. It's it's pretty entertaining. Like, I like, it's got a lot of um, comedy elements. It's got great horror elements, but it's not like the scary horror. It's like the tense 
horror and kind of like the mystery horror aspects. But it, it, the movie does have some some flaws that uh, doesn't quite bring it up higher than that. But overall, I find it a very entertaining movie. It's not the first time I've watched it, and I will probably watch it again and probably still get a good amount of enjoyment from it. Like, I, I really like how they set up the first day where they give you these little bitty details. And with the first time watching it, I think they maybe focus a little bit too closely on them. So for an intuitive first watcher, it's pretty obvious that they're trying to be like, oh, look, these are the elements we're going to repeat. But for like someone who's like casually watching it and not necessarily paying like super close attention, I, I think that it's a, a great way to accustom the viewer to these elements that kind of show that the day is repeating. I like the the mixture of comedy and horror. To me, it kind of feels like a very, almost somewhat even mix. Yeah. And it, it, it meshes very well with the movie and the what they're trying to accomplish. Um, it is kind of an interesting concept that even though she's reliving the day, because she carries the memories from the day that was previously repeated. She's also carrying some of the injuries. Like there's a part where she goes to the hospital and the doctor is like, with all of the scar tissue that you have, you should technically be dead from some of these injuries. And she's like, oh, really? Like from any one of these injuries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, really? Tell me about it. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Yeah, try living through it. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, I remember her uh, mentioning at some point, like, she, she starts physically feeling, like, weaker from it. The, I, I do, movies like this, where it's, gro like, Groundhog Day can be very dangerous, because if you make the days too similar, it makes the movie feel very repetitive and slow going. So I think they do a really good job with varying up the scenes enough and uh, varying up the kills that it continues to be interesting to watch. I think there's some aspects where they kind of almost flip her personality in order to fit these different days. So but I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's hard to say whether or not we're just seeing her more as a whole person or if they're actually flipping her and changing her personality. Just something that I noticed. And the movie is pretty good with giving you the ride of the main character's emotions. Like, I like how the second day she's like, oh, like, this is just the next day, but somehow I still ended up in this situation. But then by the third day, she's like, what the hell is going on? Like, she, it finally dawns on her that the days are repeating. The weakest point of the movie to me, though, is the fact that they don't, they, they kind of try and redirect you to think that this killer that's in a hospital is, like, the actual, like, killer. And I don't think that they do a really great job with misdirecting the killer. Yeah. Uh, it's like even watching the movie for the first time, the way that the roommate says, oh, look who rolled in. She she already was on my suspect list. And then and then of course the the main sorority leader girl. She's also first watching that movie was on my suspect list. So it's like having one of them be the killers wasn't that surprising. Um and the misdirection just 
seemed to really drag out the movie, if anything. Well, that wasn't the only misdirection either. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's yeah several. It's kind of funny how her, like, ex-boyfriend, they, like, made gay. And she's like, oh, at the window. Well, like, let's... Uh, so, who's to say that he's fully gay, too? What if yeah. he just likes that kind of porn? Yeah, or, or he could be... both ways. Yeah, he could be bisexual. Yeah. Seemed a little presumptuous. <laughs> yeah, for her to assume to, but, like... But, I mean, it ended up sounding like it was correct, but at the same time, it was just, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Went straight to there. <laughs> yeah. But kind of adding on to the weak points of the movie, I can't, I don't know if it's because of all of the misdirections that to me seemed pointless because they were so weak or what exactly made the movie feel this way. But this movie is only about an hour and a half long, which by today's standards is on the shorter end. But to me, the movie felt like it dragged on for a very long time. Like, by the end, it feels like it's like a two, two and a half hour movie. It's like, I can't explain what exactly that they did wrong. I think, honestly, I think it's the misdirection. Like, all of that twisting and turning that ends up, like, going nowhere. It just makes the movie feel like it's dragging on and on. Also, the <laughs> the way that they dressed up the killer... Like, really, having him wear, a, or her, wear a baby mask, that's just stupid. Well, it's the the school mascot, but I actually was going to, to ask this a little bit later. Who picks a baby for a it, mascot? Exactly. Like, the, they... This and is a horror movie. weirdest looking ones, too. Someone deliberately picked out... That not only is a baby the mascot, but it's the baby bat. Like, who? What? What is it about a baby that's scary? Like, it's it was it was a dumb idea. I mean, it, well, <laughs> for plenty of people, <laughs> babies you know are what terrifying. I mean. But I mean, like, who's gonna just? actually go to that school and be proud to say, yes, I am a Baylor baby. Yeah. Like, my my point is, they had all of the options in the world, and they picked a fucking baby. Yeah, you could have gone with literally anything else, and it could have been made extremely creepy. Hell, you could have picked a scarecrow and had, like, a really super creepy scarecrow mask. Even yeah. if you kept the rest of the outfit, just scarecrow mask. I like it. Super creepy. Um, or a clown or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you would pick a clown for a mascot for a uh, university either, but even that would have made a bit more sense than baby. Yeah. <laughs> so. But my very last complaint before we move on to yes. Jess. Sorry. Never apologize for being a part of the conversation. <laughs> is. Anyways. <laughs> is that they never explain why the day is repeating. Like, at all. Like, the at the very end, he's like, Haha, it's kind of like Groundhog Day. And she's like, Groundhog Day? What's that? It's like they literally... Made a movie so just so they could make that joke. They tried to explain it, if I recall correctly, in the second movie. But we'll get to that when we actually review that movie. 
Yeah, but going off of this movie's merits alone, they do not explain it. It just seems very convenient that it's repeating. Um, Like, they could even make it a superstition thing. I'm like, oh, she had to... Like, they could make a super stupid superstition thing is like, oh, she wasn't, she's not meant to go. And so she has to keep repeating it until she finds the killer. So that way she can continue on with her life. Or, um, or someone put like a curse on her to where she has to become a better person. Um, and I don't know. It's like, they could have at least done some it's like if you can't find a, a decent-ish explanation, then you're just playing with the the audience at that point. It's like it's a fun ride, but give us a purpose to watch that ride. But anyways, that's just me. <laughs> I don't like plot holes. It it did confuse me. As to why it was happening, it just seemed a little random. But it is an interesting kind of story yeah to do in the horror genre and yeah as far as i can recall it hadn't really been done as a movie before i had seen something like it in a series as an episode in a series but not as an actual full-length movie so yeah i thought it was different but it's like in all of the other Groundhog Day type of movies, they always have an explanation. They did. And so it's yeah. just kind of interesting. Well, not interesting. It's disappointing that they wanted to follow the formula of Groundhog Day where it's the repeating day, but yet they lacked the the explanation. And, and it didn't need to be that complicated of an explanation either. It's yeah. just, anyways. But uh, it, I've... With the time that they had, I feel like it would have detracted from it if they put in an explanation. So they would have had to make it longer, I feel like. Well, if they removed the really weak, like, deterrent, killer deterrent, then... Or even, like, one of the days that she attempted to survive and didn't. Like, they could have just nixed one of those and replaced it with an explanation. And it, honestly, that might have made the movie feel uh, shorter. Maybe. Who's to say at this point? But um, I give it a seven point two five. It wasn't. It was a bit higher than a seven, but wasn't quite to the level of seven point five for me. But I do enjoy this movie, and while it might not be one that I like, pay super strict attention to whenever it's on. I do enjoy having it on. And seeing just different things here and there that are little clues that I might not have noticed before. So, I liked it. It's fun. It's It kind of stabs me or pokes at my, my pet peeves of this isn't realistic in different points. Or, or kind of annoys me a little bit in like how she handles certain things. Just because I would handle them a little differently, but... And I could see easily other people handling them completely differently, but it making more sense that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it doesn't bother me too much to not enjoy it. And that's saying quite a bit, actually, because usually in most other movies, that bugs the holy hell out of me. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's because the character is pretty snarky and you're pretty it snarky. Helps. Well, so. the, the um, <laughs> Carter 
the guy that helps her, that the room that she wakes up in, he's a really good guy. And yeah. he's very likable, like right off the bat. He's yeah. just a good guy. So that helps. And, you know, sometimes the, the really bitchy characters get their just results here and there. So it makes it satisfying nice. too. It is very satisfying yeah. when those happen, so you know. <laughs> but all in all, I I believe it is a decent movie. It's worth at least one watch. I watch it I've watched it I think five or six times now. Holy crap. I've Just, only watched it I twice. Mean, over the course of a few years, so, I mean... It came out in 2017, I believe? Yeah, so, you know, one or two times a year, it's... Fair? Yeah. Um, the girl, the main girl tree, can be a little bit dim at times. But she does fight back, and she does try to think through different game plans and strategies to survive the day. So it's not just, you know, dumb blonde stumbling through the whole movie expecting someone else to save her like she's legitimately trying to figure it out well in this movie like it would have been a huge disrespect to the setup of the movie if they did have her be like a damsel in distress like it, yeah. it the movie literally is set up for a character that fights back because otherwise yeah. she would just like keep on dying yes. and not figure anything but out. i'm saying like i i appreciate yeah. that she is yeah, trying and sure. she's not like every single time she wakes up immediately going to someone even if it's the same person or just, like, different people going, help me with this. She's like, okay. You know what? <laughs> Let me try this. And then after a while, she's like, okay, you know what? I need help. <laughs> but it's it's kind of like a puzzle. When you can't figure it out, you need to take a step back and get a new perspective. So she, she told someone else about it, knowing full on that she probably sounded like the craziest woman on the campus. <laughs> But he helped her. <laughs> that fart scene, so, though. <laughs> you won't remember it anyway. <laughs> uh, if only life was like that. <laughs> but there's also decent character development. I know you said it seemed to you like they were kind of like flipping her personality. I saw it more as her her personality progressing like mm -hmm. she's growing as a person so she started out this really stereotypical sorority bitchy girl and then by the end of it she's not a total bitch she's yeah. decent she's still snarky still has an attitude and all and she'll probably still like a lot of the same kind of things but she has more compassion yeah for especially for carter but for others around her too she notices her sorority sisters a little bit more throughout the the movie. Yeah. She helps out Becky, who came to lunch with a bit more than, you know, she normally would have it sounded like. Including chocolate milk, which, oh my god, it was a crime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then um, her, I think a part of that gro growth has to do with her... Coming to terms with her emotions with mm -hmm. that that yeah. day. She wasn't shutting everything out like she had been before. Yeah. It seemed like she was using different coping methods that were very, very unhealthy. Alcohol being one of them. But, like, they talked about her making out with a couple of different guys. And then going home with this rando. <laughs> it ended up being a nice guy, thankfully. But it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> Yeah. So she was definitely on a downward spiral. 
So it looks like throughout the movie, you get to see her kind of pull herself out of that and take a step back and really look at who she is as a person and then grow from it. So I do appreciate that. That was, that was good. Um, it is, it is definitely a little bit cheesy, a little bit. But with a movie that's like a horror version of Groundhog Day, you kind of got to expect a little bit of cheese. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like I feel like the, the character growth was a little bit rough. And that's why I probably felt like it was kind of sudden. But I can definitely understand where you're mm -hmm. coming from on that. After watching it so many times, I, that's part of the little clues that I mentioned before. Is just how she's developing. So, I liked it. Yeah. You listen? Yep. Okay. So. I'm going to try this though. Ooh, Twyatt. So, for realism, I would give this. I burned myself, but I'm going to try it. Ooh. The moment of truth. That's really freaking hot. <laughs> oh, the water was boiling. Well, it's supposed to. It's tea. <laughs> You're not supposed to boil it every time. It depends on the kind of tea. Yeah, well, you have one setting on there for hot water, so. Yeah, but I have the tea setting where it has it sets the temperature for the particular tea you're brewing. Ain't nobody got time for that tonight. Anyway. It's delicious, though. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Could use a tad more mint, in my opinion. The chocolate's kind of strong in it. Mm. But it's it's good. That's good. It's good. I think it would be really, really good with just a little bit of milk. Ooh, I bet. Anyway. So realism. for <laughs> for realism, I would give this a two point five. And the reason you always <laughs> glance at me like you're waiting for my approval. Notice me, senpai. <laughs> Notice me, senpai. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, this is my rating. Did I do it right? <laughs> Did I do it right? This is your rating. Keep going. You're fine. <laughs> I'll break it down later, but keep going. Um, <laughs> I, just, I swear, cause it's because every time you say it, I end up changing my rating, and so now I'm like, is it really a 2.5? I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for Jess to tell me what my rating is. But anyway. We'll get to mine later. Okay, okay. So the reason why I rated it's it... It's like a test now. Don't copy me. <laughs> this is why I don't write it half the time on mine, so you can't see it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so um, the reason why I would rate it a 2.5... Is because, first, like, her walking through the campus, it's just a little bit too set up. Specifically the part where she's walking and her ex just so happens to just right round the corner. Like, it is very deliberate and very obviously staged. Like, it doesn't seem... Na it's like movies are supposed to make these things look natural, like... He came off as a stalker, is what she's saying. Like, there's no reason he should have known when she'd be coming out and why she would be coming out of that particular building. Yes. But especially at that time. Yeah, it just... It's a little bit too convenient. Yeah. And a little bit too deliberate. Yeah. Could have put him in a little bit later in the day and it would have been fine. Yep. Um, and then her being in denial at first, 
that the day was repeating. I felt like that uh, did add to the realism. It takes her a little bit to catch on. Um, it, if anything, it maybe takes her a little bit too long. But to be fair, she she is hungover. So it's probably going to take her a little bit longer to figure these things out. Because she doesn't feel very good. Um, when she... Oh my god. I think... It's the third day. It's, it's 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 early, more early on in the movie. You see her boarding up her windows, and you see her nailing in one nail, but right on the left side. You see there's a nail sticking out, and she's like, "That's good." <laughs> so the board wasn't actually fully nailed in. Um, well, the one above it was. Yeah, I mean, there were multiple yeah. boards nailed in, but the point is... No, that I mean, board... like, it had two nails. One above it was completely in, and one below it was partially sticking out. Okay, but there's one, like, on the other side of the board that was completely sticking out. Yeah, that's out. the one I was talking about. Oh. Yeah, so that, based off of that, the board shouldn't have been able to be held up, or or barely. It wouldn't have Should've. prevented a person. It would have been stronger if she had nailed it completely, yes. But it, it it would have been fine. But if you're gonna leave it in there, just do it. It looks like the nail's just about to pop out. So I have disputes against it holding up. But anyways, um, her her reactions for the most part keep it. The movie itself is pretty like exaggerated. But her character fits in very well with the universe, and so her reactions within the this universe seem to be pretty believable. Um, oh, there the the part that kind of made me yell at the screen was a part where Tree was pouring the chocolate milk over Becky, yes. and Becky just stood there, and yep. she's like, "Ah!" Yep, and, uh, the whole time. She takes the straw out and everything right in front of her. She, there's what no else way. do you think she's going to do? I know. It's just so stupid. It's like, even even if you didn't know she's going to pour it right over your head, maybe she's going to splash it on you. The point is, you know you need to move. Yes. And she just stood there. Or stop her. Grab it out of her hand. Something. Yeah. Like, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, she just stood there <laughs> screaming. It was stupid. Um, and then... My very last complaint is how terrible of a killer her roommate is. Like, first of all, the the poisoning of the cupcake. It's like, if Tree had died in her sleep and it had moved on to a police investigation, someone in their 20s doesn't just die in their sleep. They would have tested her blood, see what she had eaten, and they would have found the evidence. Like... Especially if she had eaten it and then got gone to bed, like there would have been some cupcake left. Um, and then that—that uh, that was what stuck out the most to me. But also, like her being stabbed in the middle of like the campus, and like uh, every t- almost every single time she gets killed, the, ca- the her roommate would have gotten caught, like. It, the roommate was not. I mean, keep in mind, I know that the roommate probably has not murdered before, but she seemed pretty terrible at it. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. What would you rate it? 
actually struggled quite a bit with the the realism rating and i feel like a two is fairly accurate i could see other people giving it higher i could most of the kills i mean she probably would have been caught for at least 90 percent of them but i could see the kills themselves being fairly realistic yeah there wasn't yeah. one or the other that was there might have been one that was just a little over the top, but it wasn't, like, too out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, like the car explosion. I'd that was said. the one. Yeah. yeah. That was the one I was thinking of, where there just happened to be a line of gasoline right to about where the area under the window of the vehicle Lori was driving, the killer was driving, happened to end. And she just happened to have a candle and a lighter to be able to drop it right there. And the candle didn't go out on its way down to the gas on the ground. So that that was the one death scene where I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Dramatic? Yes. Visually pleasing? Yes. <laughs> Realistic? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, that'd be like a lot of pieces coming together. So many. Which sometimes that happens in life, but... Sometimes, yes. But that one seemed almost a Final Destination type moment. <laughs> that was just a bit too far of a stretch <laughs> compared to all the other deaths. All the other ones, I could see them going that way. That was fine. I just... I don't get... I don't get her reasoning behind a lot of the deaths. That's some of the problem that I'm having. That and the Mr. X. Like, there's several different Mr. X in there, especially with, like, the Doctor. The Doctor was one of the biggest ones. The thing is, she didn't stop and realize that she was unconscious for at least a few hours in the hospital with no one else in the room. The Doctor had ample time and opportunity, and he could easily make it look like she just drifted away. And put something in her that would not necessarily show up on a talk screen. He had access to everything. And unless you're testing for specific things, they're likely not going to show up on regular talk screens. He knows how to make it look like an accident. He's a doctor. <laughs> so it just doesn't make sense when she's suspecting him, at least to me. Because, I mean, if he had all that time and opportunity and he didn't capitalize on it, then no. <laughs> no. He also didn't really have that much motive, honestly. Not until a little bit later. Because I want to say it's after that when she tells him, I've already dropped your class. <laughs> like, she's reached her character development moment and she's, like, trying to write a lot of the relationships and things in her life and, like, unsnag a lot of the tangles going on. So... I don't really see much of a motive for him there, but he had tons of opportunity and tons of access to anything that he could have used to get the job done, and he didn't do it. So, yeah, didn't make much sense to try to direct it to him. Yeah. But there's just, with the actual killer, there's too many what-ifs, and I think that's what really bugs me. She sucks so much at murder. But a lot of it is because she doesn't take care of the what-ifs. She releases a psycho killer, but what if he goes off in an area that has 
fairly decent camera coverage. It's a university in what, 2017? Yeah. There's cameras everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere. There was police station there. There should have been more nurses there, honestly. But, and I feel like there would have been at least another cop or two in the area in different places, just for strategy. But, you know, I mean, he would have been stopped or seen by someone or at least 10 other cameras. So, which would generally have a timestamp on them. What, something else I just thought of, I really mm-hmm. should have asked um, my, uh, my stepsister, who's a nurse, but since she was going to school, it's kind of surprising that she would be doing a lot of those things by herself. Yeah, she probably wouldn't have. Yeah, she'd probably have, like, a, a mentor nurse mm-hmm. that she'd, like, follow and maybe help do, like, simple stuff where the mentor would, like, watch her do stuff. But yeah. her, like, covering a shift on her own? Yeah, no. That seems a little far-reaching. That much sense. Unless she was, she had already gotten her certification for that kind of thing and was going for a higher degree. Then I could see it, and we don't know much about her, so maybe that is the case. But it just seemed a little off. Yeah, and I mean, if she was able to work by herself as a nurse, but she is going for a higher... um, Degree. uh, Yeah, I mean, that would be a lot to work those shifts and go to university. Yeah. I mean, they do that. They have residency and all while they're taking classes a lot of times. Yeah, but but, there's a lot. Like, how did she find the time, if that is the case, to plan anything concerning yeah. a murder? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a lot of conveniences. Yeah, it just, it didn't make that much sense. But again, letting the killer free, then, like, the creepy music box on the detour area... That was dumb. Like, how do you know that she's not going to just turn around and nope out? Because that would be my reaction, to be perfectly honest. I probably wouldn't have gone in that particular direction anyway. Because it was just a really, like, out-of-the-way looking area. Yeah, with it being a campus, how would she know that Tree was going to walk that exact area? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's so many paths on a university to get wherever you need to go. So if she noped out of that path and went to a different one, I mean, yeah, it it made it seem like she was being followed by Lori a lot. But, I mean, if she went to a what she should have done and went to a well-lit public place and called someone, then she'd have witnesses on her hands and been screwed. I also don't understand, I think it was, it was the same one where she was boarding up the windows. She was then sitting on her bed with the TV on. It looked like a home movie of her and her mom, I guess. And she was just about to eat the cupcake. The poisonous cupcake. And Lori decides, instead of letting her eat said poisonous cupcake, let me try my stupid serial killer BS. Oh, that's true. And pause the TV or turn it off. And then keep, like, pausing and unpausing it to suit her needs and kill her manually. Like, why? She was already about to eat the stupid thing. Just let her do the thing. That's very true. 
that's less that you have to clean up. Yeah, and then plus the killer's motive. Like, even Tree was like, over a guy? Really? I've known some crazy people that I could see that. Yeah, so but I that's... wasn't gonna discount that. I agree. It's a stupid reason. It's just pushing. I agree. It. it is a stupid reason, but I mean, people have killed others for less. So yeah, I could see it. I could easily see it. They they do say most of the motives for murder are sex or money. So <laughs> I mean, I could see it. Uh, I. Yeah, it's it's just the suckiness at murder and the what ifs that really get me on the yeah. the realism. Those are like ninety nine percent of it, really. Dolly oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think it's definitely worth the watch, mm-hmm. and if not worth two watches, um, it's not an amazing movie, but it's not absolute trash fire. <laughs> It's decent, and it's yeah. it's actually a really fun one to watch with friends. Yeah, the so. the snark definitely yes. makes the movie a lot of fun. And, I mean, as sassy as I already am, if I'm reliving the same goddamn day and getting killed at the end of it each time, I'm gonna crank up the sass too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you for joining us today. And thank you again for requesting the movie. We really appreciate it. And please comment on what you thought of the movie. And if you would like to recommend another movie or keep up to date with our content, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and most places you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. We also have a Teespring available if you'd like to support us monetarily. And you can find the sites mentioned linked below along with our tea selections for the day. We do also know what we're going to be reviewing for next week. It is another listener request. I believe it's the last one we currently have on file. And it is Happy Death Day to you. Nope. We're doing My Bloody Valentine for Valentine's You're Day. <laughs> no, we didn't switch it. <laughs> <laughs> then they can't. Fine. We're okay. doing My Bloody Valentine, but yeah. then we're doing Happy Death Day to yes. you. Next week is My Bloody I Valentine. I swear we'll get to it. <laughs> for Valentine's Day, we had to do a Valentine's Day horror movie. And then after that, it's Happy Death Day to you. We had to do a Valentine's horror movie. We discussed this together. This was a group effort. Don't keep, don't I have me. no recollection of uh-huh. this. Well, it's been like a month or two, so. I have no memory. <laughs> Anyways, um, you you going to finish your your outro? I was letting you talk and taking a sip of tea. Oh well, I'm ready for you to continue. <laughs> so if you'd like to see more shenanigans, we do post these episodes every Wednesday. We also have a live stream for horror games that we have once a month. We do break those up into parts and post those on Fridays. If you aren't able to join us on those, so be on the lookout for those as well. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye!